you're ready, cause it's about time for you to speak your mind. Super Secret Girls Club. Indeed. Um, <laughs> yeah, how are you guys doing? Well, um, coffee's kicking in, but we're getting there. It's Friday. Mm-hmm. It's Friday. Yeah. It that is, is enough. I have a little say. bit of a wine. I got over so excited because I really did think you were going to get us a shot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah, I, I can't. I don't want you. a shot. Bring a chaser with it. I don't need right. one. I'm an adult. Bree and I are taking <laughs> shots because we're a little nervous. Um, because it's Friday, <laughs> nervous it's Friday. for what? No, we're not. Because we're gonna be. It's gonna be a very much a tribute. I feel like a a, a churning emotional episode. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna go and find out why Dan was Gossip Girl. Because <laughs> I feel like spoilers. <laughs> spoilers. She's the worst about spoilers. Oh my god. <laughs> Have you seen the game? We see Tom Holland and um, uh, he's on this. Oh my god, I can't remember which of the Fallons it is or which of the Jimmys. But they play instant spoiler, and you have to guess the movie from the spoiler they yell. I'm not saying. <laughs> How is our audio, everyone? Let yes. us know in the chat if we sound all right. How do we level sound? Well, levels they, are yeah. good? Will their chats come up over here as well, or is it just over there? Yeah. No, no, no. It's coming. Did you oh. Really? Oh, lovely! Yay! Are you taking one with us? <laughs> no. Did you bring oh. a chase? Oh my gosh, guys! I'm hungover. <laughs> <laughs> What did you do last oh, night, Oh, audio's a bit low. Okay. Name the production is great. Thank you. Thank oh, you. Oh, my gosh. Thank you, Chris. I want half a shot. Yes, I want exactly a one, please. That. That's perfect. That's I am afraid. Thank you. I want I'm not smaller even than Gabby. Thank you. I want between Gabby and Brie. Okay, perfect. This is happening. I don't know this why we're doing this. Is. Wait, do we have juice? I'm going to throw up if... No, just we have up. to do it just like It'll this. Be great. Well, you are about to see it live. Good morning, everyone. Eye contact. Cheers. Audio is low, Coming. video is clear. Eye contact. What? Is this I'll tequila? Take Prost. There we Definitely go. Back. Eye contact. Ready? This is tequila? It's, it's vegan. <laughs> okay. Nobody here is vegan. Stop saying that. I don't know if I can do this. Did you guys oh. do it? My eyesight is blurry. <laughs> Good morning. I just chased that with so, my coffee. Yum. This is how right. we start the morning here. Please do not follow our example. <laughs> oh my god, I can't oh see anything. Gabby, <laughs> <laughs> are you okay? Yeah, hang on. I'm done. Um, so, okay. anyway, oh, thank you guys for coming in and joining us this morning. Um, we are here today to talk about one of our favorite topics, <laughs> which is our pets. pets. Yes, <laughs> our fur babies. We're not mm. only going to talk about our own pets. We're also going to talk about other pets and animals that uh, we may or may not know. Um, we're going to talk about the phenomenon of pet influencers. And mm. uh, we'll also talk about some other 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 things regarding animals. So, uh Thanks for joining us, yes. and uh, we're going to kick this off by just sharing our stories about our pets, how we got them, what made us do it, and so on. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's start with Sydney. You guys Sorry. probably know her. She's our editor. 
Um, she's been on Subsecret Girls Club before, so we are skipping all the intros at this point because you should know everybody. Yeah. Go yeah. watch the other well, episodes. It's your first time <laughs> tuning in. This is Sydney. She's a uh, our resident Sheen ambassador. She has long walks <laughs> oh, in the gosh. beach. That's a joke. And They're not paying it? us. <laughs> this is not sponsored. Um, this is not spawn. I was Starlight in the Boy Scouts. Yes. If you haven't watched those. and um okay sorry i need to like breathe after that shot that was so that was a lot okay so you have two pets right yeah so my animals are ziggy the husky the husky he's actually right here my cat and i got shiro am i explaining how i got them okay so i got shiro whenever i was 18 i had just moved to florida and i lived by myself and i was like super lonely and um I like went home for Thanksgiving and the day before I flew back, my mom was like, my friend found a kitten, like somebody, I guess, threw this kitten like out of the car and her friend found it and was like, I'm trying to find a home for this cat. So I took the cat back to Florida like the next day and we've been together ever since. I moved Mm -hmm. her from Indiana to Florida to LA to New York. Back, back to to Indiana. Indiana. (laughs) That Shiro, I thought Shiro was your... um, your uh, more tuxedo cat is that Ty's cat? That's Ty's cat. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful animal. So Shiro has been with me like through it all. Um, she comes out once every. Blue yeah, moon. she's a little <laughs> traumatized, I think, from moving all over the country. But she's uh, she's like a little. How was it support. flying with a tiny baby kitten? Since I or since she started flying so young, she's great. Like oh. the TSA was always like, "Is she sedated?" And I was like, "No, she's." She's just chilling. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's my dream. She's just chilling. I am dreading the day that I have to move to Europe with Bodhi. He's going to kill everybody on the plane. Oh, oh yeah. I'm oh. not even kidding. Well, yeah. s- nice segue to talk about <laughs> Bodhi. No, 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 no. You didn't tell us about uh, Ziggy. Okay. And then with Ziggy, <laughs> I was working at the Normies. This was about almost two years ago. And Aww. I think Pat started working from the office. And he started bringing cash in, and I think randomly one day Serge was like, "If you guys want to get dogs, you guys can bring dogs to the oh. office." So Serge is the reason for all of this. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I immediately, <laughs> immediately, like at my desk, typed in like my hometown humane society and saw a husky and was like, "I'm getting him, <laughs> like soon." And I was living with my boyfriend at the time. He's like. We don't need a dog. Like, we don't have time. And I was like, it's my dog. I was literally telling you, I, I didn't work here yet. And I was like, yeah, get She's the dog. Like, yeah, Gabby <laughs> get the dog. If, like, if I wouldn't have had Gabby, like, talk me into it, I wouldn't have done it. Like, I was freaking out. All of my friends, besides, like, two, were like, don't do it. Don't do it. And then I just went behind everybody's back <laughs> and adopted him and just, like, brought him home one day and was like, hey. Is it when my head was back, or are you just asserting your dominance, honey? I was, I was asserting my dominance. But now I'm pretty sure, like, my boyfriend likes Ziggy more than I do half mm, the time. Yeah. So. No, Ziggy, okay, we come we come to the apartment for you. We stay for Ziggy. Yeah. He's a gentleman. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. He cro- the way that, oh, also, do you know what he does when you're not there? Exactly that. He'll come out in the balcony and watch us plebes in the pool and just cross his legs. He's like, mm. and we're like, Ziggy. And he comes up and he's like, hello, my court. And then goes back in the apartment. Oh, he's such God. a sweetheart. Yeah, literally. He's, uh, he's a little Sorry. character. But awesome. those are my adoption stories. Love it. Um, next one, we're going to talk about Archie and Aspen. <gasps> those are my babies. <laughs> Aw. Okay, so I got Archie... 
I adopted Archie from a rescue um, in southern Indiana like three years ago, three and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. And he was a puppy. Um, his mom was pregnant at the shelter, and uh, so they had like a litter of the puppies. So um, we only know that she was Australian Shepherd. So we know he's half Australian Shepherd, but we don't really know the other part. <laughs> um, but he is an interesting boy (laughs) he's got like the loudest personality like i don't know he's very friendly but he's kind of like picky about who he's friendly to he's not like aggressive Mm -hmm. by any means but he's very selective even like when i take him around my parents and stuff um and my partner's parents like he's he doesn't want to really cuddle anyone besides us like he's just very he's a big mama's boy so yeah um yeah, he's interesting. We love to take him to, like, the creek and stuff like that. He's, like, a big outdoors doggy. So <laughs> it's Archie. Um, and then Aspen is a newer addition to the family. So um, cute. <laughs> she is a tiny cat. That's the only way I can really describe <laughs> her. She weighs six pounds. Holy and, God. yeah, she's full size. Um, so we think she might be a munchkin cat. We're not really sure. Um, but we got her actually during quarantine, um, because my partner's grandmother passed away and it was sort of her cat. She was taking care of it. Um, and they were going to take the cat to the shelter. And I was like, no, you're not, I'm going to take the cat. So, um, she's my very first cat ever. I've never had a cat before her really been around that many cats. Mm -hmm. And I'm happy to say that I'm kind of a cat person now. Like, yes, I know, I know. Gabby, aren't you also allergic to cat? I am. I there's like, so if anyone else in the chat is allergic to cats and has this experience, let me know. But it's like, I am only allergic to certain cats, and I've read that it's like dander specific. So it is, um, like it is like you're allergic to just certain cats. But there are some cats I'm not allergic to, like Aspen, and then there are some cats that make me feel like I'm dying. Do you feel like you're allergic to Shira? No, really? No, Hmm. yeah. I'm just saying because Josh is in these Spidey's in these chats. There's just so many dogs and cat combinations. It's crazy. It almost <laughs> seems like we should get one they too. They make best friends. <laughs> it's, it's weird for them at first, but after like a couple months, they're like, we respect each other. Yeah. Like I get that we're like enemies, yeah. but we love each other too. Well, Definitely. so I may or may not have a cat on the way that might arrive today, and I'll let you know. <laughs> <name it. Yay! laughs> Aww. So yeah, well, I mean, this cat would probably be a friend of Azula. <laughs> <laughs> that's a cue. That's a cue for you, Chris. Oh, it's a transition! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> <laughs> that is the zoo bear. So I recently became a hot stepmom, um, and I love it. <laughs> and um, this is Azula. I still am not used to calling her my dog. It still feels like, no, she is she is my baby, and I adore her. Um, I got introduced to her because this is Josh's dog. Super hot her. stepmom, Spidey says. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, and I'm trying, um, and I, I adore her. She is a Labrador. Uh, uh, Spidey got her when she was 11 months old, so I got introduced to her when she was around eight, eight or seven. <clears throat> And she is, have you seen like the TikTok that's like dogs are either three personalities, yes. it's a full crackhead personality, <laughs> yeah. or just chill, just loves the love, and an old god in a mm. dog body. She's an old god in a dog body. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Aww. She loves to cuddle, and I do too. And I love that she knows how to, she just knows how to speak to you. You know exactly what Azula wants. 
to the point where I will look her in the eye when she doesn't want to go for a walk because I know what she wants. Mm-hmm. And she'll be she'll lo- she'll move <laughs> and then put her paw on and be like, bitch, I will pee on you. <laughs> Take me out. And, <laughs> and I appreciate that a lot. She's been very calm. She's a great party dog. So we've taken mm-hmm. her out on like mobbing, as I've learned now. And um She's just like she, and even with the, the pride party, brought her out. She's just a chill dog. She knows some people are like out and about, and she's like, "Oh, I just need to be a calm dog that needs to be pet." Bad, and I love that. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah I, when I saw Zula at our party, I was kind of freaking out because the music was really loud. Yeah. There were a lot of people doing a lot of crazy things, <laughs> and uh, yeah, Zula was just like. Up. <laughs> she was wearing a gay pride t-shirt she was all <laughs> swaggered up <laughs> it was I, oh my god yes thank you for reminding me of that because let me tell you this dog is butch oh we went to the dog park and i love azula she's she rarely plays with dogs that are smaller than her she only plays with dogs that are literally three times her size so i was like okay now i understand how big you think you are yeah but and she humps larger male dogs like i was like she, i thought she was cool she's very much cool, very chill I flip around and she is like full hump. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, why are you like this? But I enjoy her. Life. I say so it every time about Azula, but my favorite thing about her is that she is always wearing a gold chain. And yes. it just makes her look like the sickest dog in yes. the room. So cute. I love it. I can't imagine her without the gold chain. It's like mm-hmm. a part of her. I'm yeah. so happy. Thank you. I'm going to you guys with that picture because she lets us know how good the grass is because she won't eat just any grass. Really? In the park near our house, she smashes the tall grass. Yeah. I have no idea why. It's the tall grass. Archie's what? the same way. He's like, this is, every time we walk past it, he's like, this is snack time Does right he here. hop in yeah. like a panther? He's like, you can't see me, mom. Yeah. And you're like, you're, you're right there. It's so weird. I don't know. And I'm like, are you okay? Is your stomach okay? Because, like, don't they eat grass when something's wrong? Yeah. Oh, how old is no. Archie? He's like three and a half. Three and a half? And yeah. how old is Aspen? Uh, we don't really know. We think she's like two. Two? Yeah. Okay, right. And Sydney, how old is Ziggy? Um, he turns, I think, seven this year. And how old is Shiro? Five. Five. But no, maybe six. That's <laughs> right. I feel like the age does do very much with it. Six or nine. seven. They're middle aged. Middle aged. <laughs> <middle-aged. laughs> oh. How old is Bodhi? Uh, yeah, let's talk about Bodhi. Transition. Yeah, troublemaker. Bodhi. Mm. Um, so do not let the image deceive you. Did you not have a better picture of our boy? What? He's that beautiful. beautiful. Okay. Well, <laughs> that would be a more accurate representation of his personality. He's a spiritual gangster. Um, he is named after a gangster, so he that is? checks out. Um, Bodhi, he's, he's named after a character from The Wire. Oh, I didn't um, know that. Who is like a corner kid who grows up to just be like a drug dealer full time. Interesting. Yeah. Um, Josh so, just tells me about The Wire. I have no idea what happens. Yeah. I don't <laughs> want to spoil anything, but yeah, he's named after that guy. And that tells you everything you need to know about him. He's mm-hmm. exactly that. He is very territorial. We used to have an apartment um, on the corner of our like apartment block on the uh, ground level. And I used to take him out on the leash. And he's been very nice uh, on walks. But um, he had like real issues like seeing dogs outside on his turf in his territory especially ziggy (laughs) and he would flip shit to the point where he would scratch both of us really badly and um there was a time that i was contemplating um actually giving him up or declawing him and Mm. it was a real real struggle um in the end we decided to move apartments uh, that happened about three months ago. It was a real, like, you were struggling with it yeah. a I, lot. 
I have scars on my body yeah. that I will have for the rest of my she life. She was scratched. I have, I have a scar from Bodhi that I will have for the rest of my life. Too. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it wasn't just us. Like his Bonding. issues were so. Also, our our cat is from a shelter. I don't really know what happened to him. We adopted him when he was two, and now he's almost four. Um, he's turning four in October, and it's just. I don't know what happened to him, but he definitely had issues and we've addressed them by moving and uh, that helped. He's on top of, he's on fourth floor now and he's on top of the world. He has his little um, cat house. Uh, by the window, it looks like mm-hmm. a corner window, so he can see both like to oh, the north the and east, yeah. and he's just like looking down to his kingdom. It's amazing. Um, and he's super fine with it now, and uh, he's also on Prozac right now. So, Aww. he 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 needed help managing yeah. all of his issues, and you know that's okay. Like, there <laughs> was this one time I was just walking by with Ziggy. It was whenever you guys oh were at your God. old apartment, and. I feel like I hadn't like seen Chris and Marquetta like in like a week or something. So I was just being like, hey, and I remember I called Chris and was like asking like if he was home because um, you never answer the phone. That was the worst one. That was the <laughs> worst incident. She never answers the phone. Literally. <laughs> and so I called Chris to be like, hey, like I'm outside, like come and like say hi. And um, I was like, is Marquetta home? And he was like, yeah, yeah, inside. And I was like, hey, Marquetta. And then she's like, Hey, and then just starts shrieking, <laughs> like act like as if she's like being stabbed. And I was like, I "Was being stabbed?" And Chris is like on the phone. He's like, "What is that?" And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I just like hang up and like run because like Bodhi like saw Ziggy outside yeah. and then just like goes to Marquetta and starts beating the shit out of him. Yeah, it was so sad and so scary. He was triggered. It he was, was terrifying. It was terrifying, and it's just like he is very nice. And when he, when we have people over, also he's like super lovable, and like he mm-hmm. will sit on your lap and let you like rub his belly. Like the things that cats are usually not okay with, he will let you do whatever you want with him. Mm-hmm. As soon as he sees a dog, he's just he just like flips. It's a completely different cat, and he's just like super aggressive for no reason. And then as long as soon as you like remove all of those like triggers. Um, and like leave the room and then come back 10 seconds later you don't need to wait longer than that 10 seconds later you come back to him he's like eh. <laughs> like bitch you almost killed me <laughs> he is a super sweet cat he just doesn't like dogs yeah yeah well that's him and or other uh, cats. Or other cats. I decided to get him Some in 2019 December 2019 and uh, we I don't even know why we got him so it just kind of worked out that we had him throughout the quarantine, and we're going to talk about that in a little bit. But um, it, I don't know. I, I just kind of like was like, hmm, I think we need something. Yeah. And then I just like one day went to the shelter, and, and, we, and I got him in a box. In a box. <laughs> like, that was it. <laughs> uh, one second, real quick, because the chat is asked. We need to show them. The Ziganator? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Can you remove Ziggy? Can you oh. remove? Can, there you go. You can't see his There's face. It looks like he's laying on grass. He's beautiful. There he Ziggy! Is. There you guys go, internet. I hope that's enough for you. We're going to get back to the show now. <laughs> I love Ziggy so the much. The spike in views. <laughs> right? <laughs> With his arms still crossed. Had I known, I, I feel like I should start bringing Azula around here. The only problem is her intestines show her age. 
What? Oh, I gotcha. What do you mean? Uh, no, she's they're silent killers, man. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I love her all the same. And I was like, oh, but that's the only time I remember. I'm like, oh, you're nine years old. Aw. Mm. Oh, man. She's but just a lovely bug. two years until his intestines start. Mm-hmm. Guys, whenever I think about my dog aging, like, I, like, cry about Dude, it. Dude, I think like, about it every day. <laughs> it makes me really sad. I can't imagine. We should watch... Or, like, no. I was saying one time that all, everybody that has a pet should no. react to Marley. No. 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 Why? No. no. A good cry. I've already really lived good. through it. I don't want to see another one again. I know. A good Actually, cry. if we could swing into it, because my I, I can't watch Marley and me because when my my pupper died, we had a dog. She'd passed away at 15. We were the same age. And we got her in Germany. And when the first time we had moved back to Germany is when she passed away of kidney failure. Her name was Baby. Because she was my baby. Mm. She came with a name, though. Um, And she was a Collie German Shepherd Chow mix. The smart dog. Mm. Very intelligent. And then she had cataracts and went blind. And I'm like, Mm. having her let her go because we thought she was getting better. And then when she passed away, I couldn't say goodbye. Made me realize, I don't need to watch Marley and me. That trauma's already just given to me. But it has Owen Wilson and Jennifer Aniston. I lost a dog named Marley. Yeah. Yeah, If Tom Hiddleston was the movie, maybe. I don't need Owen Wilson going, man, that sucks. I I know. He does a great job in that movie. That movie's really good, though. How about you guys drunkenly tell me the points of it? It's, it's <laughs> I feel like just I any it. dog story. But it's a good cry. I mean, it'll yeah, make you appreciate your pet. And then, you know, whatever. Um, Hunter sent me this, like, really interesting, like, meme on Facebook not too long ago that was talking about how, like, to dogs, it looks like we don't age and that we're kind of like these weird elves that never age, but <laughs> but they age so fast. So like they're kind of like they're getting like older very fast and like looking at us like, bitch, why do you still look exactly the same? Like, <laughs> why are you still healthy? That's hilarious. I never thought about that. I know. I never thought about it either. Let us know what your dogs and cats' names are in the yeah. chat. I would, love, we would to. love to know. And their age and their breed. Give the full thing. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Give us the whole bio, please. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you guys want to share a little bit more about your like um, former companions? Sure. I just yeah. want to say, like, I Sydney and I have talked about this before, but we both had dogs in the past that we feel like we did not treat the way that we would treat them now i suppose yeah it's not really our fault i guess because our parents fault. we were kids but <laughs> we both remember having completely different experiences with pets when we were younger yeah um they whether it be like yeah. outside dogs or yes um, yeah i think uh, everybody outside think. dog is canceled yeah i remember oh, like why? oh i just remember like we would be eating dinner every single night and my dog Fluffy would just stare in the back window and like be sad. And it was like, why can't she come in here and just join us? And like, we'd always give her our scraps and stuff, but like, I don't know. She was like, looking scraps. back, she was always outside and alone. Yeah, and that's you okay know? if your dog is an outside dog. I'm not saying it's not. Yeah. But the way that we feel like our families treated our outside dogs as just not like on they par them with like the way dogs yeah but rather they than <laughs> no they're family they're babies they're little babies um if so we i used to have a, an outside dog too when i was little mm-hmm. and uh we didn't have a window facing our like din- dining room so mm-hmm. we didn't 
well, he was not exposed to that traumatizing yeah. image of us eating, <laughs> I guess. But um, I think that it's good for dogs to be like outside. Like, yeah. you know, it yeah. gives them more agency and freedom to just do whatever they want. Um, I think that my dog was happy being outside. And I don't know if he would have the same amount of excitement in life if he was just if he was living in our apartment and like all of us, me and my brother in school and my parents at work for eight hours. Like, what is he going to do? Like, he was outside and my grandma was in the house at any any point she could just go to him. Yeah. So I think, you know, there's benefits. That's so with my experience with having an outside dog, we I'm just going to like rat on my family a little bit. Like <laughs> we had um, like a, a couple of trees and we hung up a line and they were on the line outside. Oh, yeah. And so they didn't have freedom on outside. Yeah. So like if there was like two trees, we had like a line running in between them and they were on like lines attached to that line. Yeah. It wasn't no. great. Yeah. You didn't so, have a fence? No. Oh. So oh, they okay. were an electric lines, were fence, they which was kind of okay. Lines? Yeah, like they were attached to a lead that was attached to that line that was between the oh, two trees. And so okay. they didn't have any freedom. They didn't like really have a great place to like live, I guess. Um we didn't have those dogs like their whole lives um but it was just like when i think back on that i actually like it makes my stomach like hurt yeah. because that is not the way that i would treat a dog now yeah um and like i said it's okay if that's like the way that other people treat their dogs and they're giving their dogs exercise and you know fulfilling all of their needs but we were not back then and like that's the part that makes me feel bad yeah i just feel like there's something about like our parents like didn't understand like like for instance me and Ziggy went to my parents house maybe like a couple months ago and my mom had like a pot of chili that had been in the fridge for a week like a full pot of chili huge and she then emptied like some more leftovers in this pot of chili and starts walking it to give this full pot of chili with like pizza uh, like yeah. just what? this ra- like slop just and i was like what are you doing and she was like and giving it to Ziggy and I was like no, no you're not like with pizza yeah I'm like he's on like a strict diet yeah. he eats like like very healthy dog food like he's at a great weight he's not eating these week old leftovers right. chili he's gonna get the shits if he eats this he's, <laughs> he's gonna gain 10 pounds like <laughs> I'll eat those leftovers. I'm oh my god! No, no those like, were like <laughs> those were not leftovers to be eaten. That's yeah. why she was giving them to the dog. But for she was like getting mad at me. She's like, "He's a dog," and I was like, "No, yeah. that's the first problem." Yeah, it's like you're not understanding. Like he's gonna get sick. Like I don't know. I can't. Mm-hmm. I agree. I do miss baby. I feel like I should would treat her better. We had she had been in so many moves with us. And I feel like that just comes with being a kid and growing up and learning to value things. I feel like yeah. the biggest lesson that's been dawning on me, though mm-hmm. I know that I'm still young. One thing I think about is maybe a lot of how I could have treated her better, better, but I also appreciate that I feel like we both were learning from each other. She was a very good constant. So when she passed, especially with being, in the milita- being a military brat mm-hmm. and moving so much, I really miss having... I didn't realize how important that constant was until she was gone, and I felt like I was like, mm-hmm. oh my goodness, there's nothing. The only other constant is my family, and then with when that goes as a ray, I had my baby. Um, but that does drive me to be a better pet owner. Though, granted, I do totally resolve in the fact of being a set mom, so I'll just like roll over some mornings and be like, babe, <laughs> Azula wants to go out. Mm. Azula wants her father to take her out. <laughs> That's what she told me. 
Um, <laughs> but I've been, so I'm very adamant about, we have this couch and I let make sure I put the blanket on so she can come up and cuddle. And she's a really good cuddler. She cuddles like a human. Aww, and um, I'm very apt to like, make sure, like, okay, I'm loving you here. Okay, you want me to scratch? It's there. If you need to go out, I take you out immediately. If you need a shower, luckily she does not need a lot of showers. I do that. But with baby, I know that was some things that I had slipped on, and I wish that I had continued mm, to do. Yeah, but I miss her a lot. She passed away when we were both 15, mm. and then yeah, I think about her a yeah. lot. Yeah, so you were the same age. Same I, age. I used to have this dog. Um, his name was Misha. And um, I had him, we got him when I was six, and I was sick with, um, oh my God, what's it called? Um, I had Mona, and I was, in, I was hospitalized for a month, and then I was at my grandma's house for another month, and I was just like not getting better. Um, and three months before that, I found my other dog killed. Uh, on the front yard oh by God. a drunk person who couldn't handle that my dog was barking. Oh. Um, and he threw a stone on his head, and I saw him in the morning, and he was dead. Oh Wait, my you God. found him? Yeah. Did you find the person who did it? Um, no, because <gasps> it happened at night, and we were all asleep. But um, all that happened, <laughs> my dog died, was killed, and then I was hospitalized, and then I was still sick. And then one day, my my dad came with like something in his pocket, and I was like, oh, what is this? It was a tiny dog, like this small, this white little um, German Spitz. Um, it was so cute, it was like this tiny. I was five, so we like grew up together. Um, and. Uh, he lived for 18 years. Wow. Nice. That's amazing. Um, I, I like literally grew up with this. He was my best friend. Like not exaggeration, not exaggerating, because I was not a people person <laughs> growing up. I didn't like the kids in school. Like they were kind of assholes to everybody, mm-hmm. and I was kind of like, eh, I can do without y'all. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Yes. So I was just kind of, you know, me and my dog were like besties. And so I had really strong connection to him. And then um, I also kind of wanted to um, travel the world after I graduated from high school. So I was gone for like a couple of years when he was like really old, old. And that was really hard because I was worried that like any day this can happen and I'm not going to be there. But thankfully, he lived a very long life and I was there when, you know, we had to let him go. He actually, we didn't have to take him to the vet. He just kind of like had his own natural end. Yeah, he was, towards the end, he was like blind and deaf. I love you, blind, deaf, they pee, they just let you know to pee and then I'm gonna lay down here. Yeah, yeah. But uh, he has a, he has a beautiful, like, um, we buried him in our garden and we put like this stone that we like carved his name in. (laughs) And there's just flowers everywhere, which is like so extra. (laughs) No, it's appropriate. It was literally like my parents' third child. Yeah. That like helped me recover. So I can't believe that about the drunk person in the stone. I know. I'm gonna think about that all day. I know. (laughs) I know. Um, somebody asked if we had any other animals. Um, me and Gabby had guinea pigs we at did. some point. At the same time. My name or mine was named Emma, which my. was like my third pet named Emma. <laughs> 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 I had a lot of Emmas. Emma will survive. Mine was Lucky, and I taught Lucky how to go up the stairs and yeah. find its cage. And it's, um Lucky it was a boy. 
Yes, he, like he was a boy. And he died on my birthday. <laughs> yeah. Oh! He died on my birthday awful. when I was like seven or eight. Yeah. Um, ruined my day. <laughs> I'm a I'm a serial goldfish killer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You like getting from the fair? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, and I didn't understand. I like I would be like, I don't want this. Like, well, you have to take it. I'm like, I, I don't yeah. want this. And then it would die, and you'd be like, well, like, we were, yeah. yeah, we were not very conducive to the life of goldfish. <laughs> I used to have a oh, chinchilla. You did? You had a chinchilla? I had sister chinchilla, has a chinchilla. Actually. Yeah, Ooh. chinchillas are fun. Chinchillas are very... Um, lively uh we had a big cage for him in our apartment mm -hmm. and uh sometimes we would let him out into my dad created this barrier uh because we didn't have a door leading from our living room into like the rest of the apartment so he created this barrier that i would have to put up every time Aww. i would let him into our living room yeah and he would just like run around in circles <laughs> like he, he had zoomies and he was just running around and shitting yeah because they, they need like their bowels to move. Uh -huh. <laughs> like wow. what a good life hack. So, so yeah, he was Yo. just like running around, just like jumping, and he would like jump off of um, oh, like the, the yeah. He was like parkouring <laughs> across the living room from like one couch to another, just like bam 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 bam, and it's just like shit dropping off. Yes. Yo, I wish y'all had Spidey on this podcast because he's had some exes that have some crazy animals. One being the chinchilla. And then also had a bird at the same time. Oh wow! So you know how. <laughs> so I'm sure you how when our what chinchilla kind of is bird? the most active. I don't know an annoying one. <laughs> a parakeet. Um, a parrot. I don't know. I wonder if he'll tell us in the chat if he's on there. A Pikachu. He if he remembers what the bird is. A Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> a Pikachu. Um, but I've never even heard about people owning chinchillas. Then I didn't. I think they're nocturnal animals. Yes. And the bird oh, was God. a morning animal. Mm -hmm. And that's all I remember from that story. Oh, God. <laughs> I had a hamster that was nocturnal, and I had to move its cage out of my room when I was, like, a I freshman in high school. Aww. His name was Hammy, and then one day, Hammy grew a tumor the size of its body. Oh, so, uh, Do you guys have stories that aren't sad? Also, Ziggy's being sued. Yeah, what is it? He's, he is. he's why the people came. They didn't come for us. Let's see came oh, for the dogs. Oh, the Ziggy! Ziggy, come here! Come here! He was on his back Ziggy, just come now. Here. Come here! So, um. Can you jump up on the table so he's in the shot at least? Yeah, let's, uh. Let's can make this less it? sad. Yeah. There's an alive animal in the studio. <laughs> so, um. Obviously, when, when pets leave us, it's a very sad moment um but there's a there's years of happiness in between where they literally fulfill us um and we could definitely all feel it during 2020 oh yeah especially if you lived alone i feel like there was a lot of adoptions from people who you know were alone couldn't date couldn't go out with friends you know if they were taking it seriously mm -hmm. um and so there was that, that led to a lot of loneliness, and uh, I think that a lot of people adopted um, for that reason. Also because they were working from home, which yeah. is like mm -hmm. a new phenomenon now. Nobody even wants to go back to office, <laughs> which I understand. Besides me, I'm. This is my first day back at the office since Yay. COVID. Yeah, since COVID. Uh, but <laughs> this situation, your situation is also different because you can bring your pet uh, to work with you. Oh, so true. But um, yeah, it's it's a problem for people who you know worked remotely throughout 2020, adopted a pet so that they are not literally dying from depression. 
and now that they have to like reset their life back to normal their pet is so attached to them that the transition is difficult for both of oh them oh my yes know? um the other thing is also that uh there are some people that are very shitty and just get rid mm-hmm. of their pets now because mm-hmm. i guess their term of being a mental health nurse is over <laughs> so yeah. anyway uh how did how do you feel like that your pets helped you cope with 2020 i think like one just like small thing that i never even thought about until like way later was that you have to take your dog out just for walks and just like because if i didn't have a dog yeah i'm not sure i ever would have went outside but like he made me go outside like multiple times throughout the day and i don't know i mean i feel like whenever like you were going through this thing it's like you have something to take care of like you're mm-hmm. kind of relying you on have each a other yeah. yeah and it's you have like purpose exactly and i mean i'm sure you guys were the same way like we were all running out of everything to do like i was sick of playing video games watching movies but i started teaching ziggy tricks mm-hmm. that was like one of our things to do in our pastimes but um he learned like six tricks during it so i mean i feel like having a dog it's just like there's endless things to do like i brushed him out four times like in one day yeah recently <laughs> it's like it wouldn't stop so they are constantly giving you something to do definitely yeah can i get a brief cut to ziggy cam Distraction. yeah to the ziggy cam so Azula, we are now advocating for why you should get a pet one of the reasons <laughs> is distraction. It's just showing your your desktop. It's showing your desktop, Chris. Oh, I'm sorry. Behind the scenes, guys. <laughs> what does you look like? Chris is trying to do way too much. So yeah, distractions is one of the benefits of having a pet. I feel like distraction is like the another one at- is the cuteness. Yeah. He looks mad. Ziggy, look at all right, guys. The Stop last eating shot your leg. That you're gonna get. Zix. Zix. He's so cute. <laughs> He's like, but Ziggy Bear. Oh, no, well, no camera Ziggy. Oh, no. well, this is a family. That is PG thirteen. Whoa. All right. I do. I do appreciate um, having Azula there because sometimes when I'm just depressed, and she can. I feel like dogs are really good at just sensing when you're like, mm-hmm. oh, or yeah. even when I'm angry, she comes and like that helped me also realize I'm like, oh, I'm getting angry and I need okay. I'm yeah. going to recognize what's going on because if my dog can sense it, I definitely need to learn how to sense it. And she'll just come and she'll be like, hey, you know, I understand uh, you're doing a lot right now. You can also pet me. And I love that. <laughs> She's like, yeah. hey, I get it. You're watching TV. That's great. I love it. But you know what you can also do? Yeah. Pet me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she's so good at it. She, she, she has um perma sad face because she's the, the lab. Mm-hmm. I think she's the lab face of just being like, Oh, and I'm always thinking like, did I just like I bump you and I didn't know? Like, are you okay? I know. <laughs> are you sad and not telling me? And then I just love on her. I love her a lot. That's so sweet. <laughs> How to help you guys, Gabby? I feel you like got, you got Aspen during 2020, right? I did. Yes. So it actually took probably all of 2020 for her to actually like really open up to us. So that was interesting for me, like trying to. I guess over COVID, like I had this task of like, okay, let's get this animal to trust me. And so most of 2020, I I agree with what Sydney said. Like Archie was, you know, getting me outside of the house, making me get exercise, which was really good. But Aspen was sort of 
like a challenge that I had to keep me from being bored mm-hmm. um, during the pan or during uh, quarantine. Panorama. Yeah. Panorama. <laughs> yes. Um, so it took a long time, and it's like it's kind of a lot of work when there's a an animal that's pretty like apprehensive about you and mm-hmm. the situation. So ooh, how was she um, with the litter box? Was she already good to go? She so she was basically a feral cat. Like she was living outside, and so I was just super nervous about how the litter box would work. But mm-hmm. actually, the first day that I got her, like the first day we had her at home, I just sat her in the litter box and then took her little paw and like helped her dig with it and then she just used it it's like an instinct it's weird it is so weird sure it was the same way i was like okay does she know and they know kids are very clean so they will find one spot and if that is the only one spot in the house where they can dig that's where they will go to the bathroom yeah Mm -hmm. um my oh such so easy cat content i'm just saying i'm getting a cat what were you gonna say <laughs> please do um well so bodhi was very helpful for me during quarantine um we would uh so when i worked from home um i was very appreciative because in the studio we don't have windows but um in our apartment we did uh, but sometimes i went so extra from like the sun deprivation from this space that I would literally bring one of those like portable uh, tables, pull it out on our porch, yeah. <laughs> put the cat on the leash, set him outside with me and just work from there. Um, <laughs> I was so extra, but it was no. great. And, um, you know, even with the, all the challenges that Bodhi presented and all the violence, um, <laughs> and there, all were, the violence. There, were, there was definitely times where like, you know, I would be like super down and, mm-hmm he would know, yeah, you know, and he would just like, I would just be like a blob on the couch, just like lifeless, not even watching TV and just like staring on the ceiling. Yeah. And he would just like come and like come on my stomach and just purr. Um, so I don't know, like the cats have some kind of connection with their people and yeah. understand when something's happening. Yeah. Oh, we haven't even talked about the biggest benefit of cats. They fuck off. I they love it. Fuck <laughs> they fuck off. Like, that was like a crime against cats. So my mom got one. His name's Orion, and we made him fat because we love him. Aww. And I love because he's just like, hey, we can just like cuddle for a second, and then I'm done. I'm good. I'll see you in two hours. And I love that. And mm-hmm. sometimes I need that. Mm-hmm. And the only thing for dogs that sometimes like, it stresses me, I'm like, I have a already lim- limited social clock, and after I've already pet you four times, that's all I got. And cats are like, but you don't have to pet me for like two seconds. Yeah. That's all we need. And then like high five. I mean, really, it's just trying to hit me, but I'm all like, high five. Ching. And then <laughs> and fuck off. I love it. My favorite thing about my cat is she will come over to me and she'll be like purring and she's like, pet me. And I'll mm-hmm. be petting her for like 30 seconds. And then she'll just like Snap. bite me, yep. start hissing at me. And I'm like, dude, I'm literally <laughs> over here minding my own business. Yeah. You wanted this. Exactly. I heard it's called kitty minutes. They ran out of yes. kitty minutes. Oh, yes. that's adorable. Mm-hmm. They're, they are introverts. And you just gotta look at the tail because as soon as they see the tail twitch once, like, I'm like, oh, and we're done. Yeah. And then once you leave or you leave earlier than they're done, they get, they're like, <gasps> Yeah. did you break the code and i'm like yeah ryan i could do it too <laughs> they're so cats are so interesting because they're so particular to oh my cat is anyways mm-hmm. like she in the mornings like she will wake us up and she's like okay it's breakfast time like and then we'll kind of be like laying there like you know slowly waking up and she's like 
gets in your face and she's kind of like okay i said it's breakfast time like, <laughs> and she will not stop until you give her her breakfast mm -hmm. yeah our cat um presses on my dad's eyelids and what? She, oh, he, I should say. Yeah, he comes in, he goes, food. And then he got a little bit heavier. I'm like, you can't do that anymore. But now he's really smart and he'll just take one claw out and he'll nip at your lip because he's found that that's oh my the gosh. way to wake you up. That's terrifying. And he'll be like, wake up. I mean, you're awake and nothing's a cut. But you're just like, he's like, wake up. Now that you're awake, Cuban. I would like feeding. Oh, um, and then we got an electric one that he tried I to would break. Like but oh my now God. doesn't come to us anymore. Um, yeah, Bodhi wakes us up religiously at 7 a.m. because it's time for breakfast and he knows it. It's literally 7 a.m. and he's just like, Meh. I feel like I saw this meme recently that was like, it was like cats and they were like walking and there's like an explosion behind them. And it said something like, we might be assholes, but we'll never tell the police where your drugs are. Yeah. <laughs> cats, so 2024. <laughs> Do you guys remember that one movie like back in like the early 2000s that was called Cats vs. I they love Agents? <laughs> yes. That I love that movie. movie. It's so bad. It was so funny. I loved that movie. I'm terrified to watch Watch an adult. I don't think I've we seen should. Watch I've never it. seen that. Cats versus dogs. It's yeah. so. It's so good. We're gonna have to the, have libations. And tomorrow. honestly, the visual effects is not that bad for the the dogs and cats' mouths moving. <laughs> it's really not. I rewatched it maybe like five years ago, and I was like, this kind of holds up. I'm not mad about it. Like Jurassic Park one. holds up, or mm -hmm. more like um, what was the other movie we were watching? And that we thought was hilarious. Do you guys ever watch Head of State with Chris Rock? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Or Idiocracy? No. Mm -mm. Yes. Yeah, mm -hmm. no, that'll be a different conversation. But I'm down to watch it. It's not <laughs> bad, Spidey. He's, He's just mad that you it's like. Not, no, it's, it's not. It's a great movie. movie. The difference is that you saw it when you were a young child, and that we saw it when we were jaded teenagers. And, we're like, well, and the dad is like an evil scientist, or not an evil scientist, a mad scientist, and he has like the basement. Yeah, I know. I'm um, here for you. We are in this. Yeah, you know. We you will know. watch this. Chris, also, are you trying to shame us for our age right now? G the G-Force? Oh my God. Thank you. <laughs> yes. I G-Force was the shit, man. Oh, That's so yeah. many road trips. Mm -hmm. They're like little balls that they would like do like their missions I, in. And I was in on it because I was holding my breath. I was <laughs> like, what's going to happen? Like, Come on. <laughs> I have not seen Oh, I got, like we got to stop making uh, animals into secret agents. Like, uh, Bolt to continue. Bolt is another Bolt. one. Like, okay, no, at, least, at least it's animated. Oh, yeah. Bolt's good. Mm -hmm. I, um, I, we're going to watch uh, we're gonna have a series. Uh, what's it called? A live marathon of all these movies. Oh my god! I remember. I remember this movie. I forgot the name of it, but it's with two dogs and a cat, and they're like finding the way home. Homeward Bound. Yes. Oh, that's a good one. You Sydney. Had that movie, Gabby. Yeah. Were you a horse I love girl? That movie. A horse girl? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like just the normal amount. <laughs> just like the normal. So <laughs> yeah. Just, no. Let's. We are um, just spilling about. Random animals. <laughs> so um, we've we talked a little bit about different, like you know, uh, I guess stars of different movies. Um, but a recent phenomenon in the pet universe is now growing pet influencers. Mm -hmm. um, so let's talk a little bit about that. Um, there is a movie on um, Netflix that's going to be going off of Netflix soon. So you guys should check it if you want. It's called Cats the Mewie. Um, mm -hmm. We'll have uh, an asset for it later. But um, 
they cover a lot of these cat influencers and other pet influencers and it's really really interesting topic i will share some details later but let's just share our favorite um pet influencers right now sydney had one um so let's talk about that one so mine her name is sydney and i do not know how to say her last name to be honest with you guys <laughs> for, for, break, for, 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 for break what's her um nationality I think she's white. She's from Indianapolis, so. Oh, that's any way it goes. Then. <laughs> yeah, no. I follow Sydney, too. She's awesome. Yeah, so I um, came across her because I randomly got obsessed with, like, van life culture, like, what, like, six months ago? I got yeah. really obsessed with it. Who didn't? <laughs> <laughs> and um, I started following her, and so I think that, like, most of her content, it started out as just, like, how she, like, lives in a van, and she travels with her two dogs, and whatever but she recently i would say maybe like a couple months ago she got a boyfriend and i think the boyfriend helps rescue dogs and find dogs homes yeah. or something like i they recently like went to mexico and found all these stray dogs and like found them homes mm -hmm. so now it's kind of like her and her boyfriend just travel around with like their like three or four dogs and help rescue dogs and she yeah. like has her own coffee line and she has a podcast. I've never listened to it. That's I really awesome. need to. But um, yeah, I think she's like maybe 24, 25. She's from Indianapolis, which is like really cool because we're in Indianapolis. But um, we should Do try to get her on a podcast. Yeah. Hi, Sydney. If you're listening, we like your stuff. We're fangirls. <laughs> Hi, Sydney. For around. <laughs> we would love to have you on this podcast. But yeah, it's divine on the road. She's absolute goals so Love she's her. like an interesting i guess type of like pet influencer so there's like content like sydney's content where she talks and like writes about her pets that she's with but then there's also like on the other hand like pet instagrams you know yeah i love them yeah yeah which mm -hmm. i actually have like an interesting i guess relationship with the whole pet instagram thing yeah mm -hmm. we're gonna talk um, about it I, I'm just real fast, like, I started one a long time ago when I got Archie, and that's actually, like, kind of what started my whole, like, life crisis of, like, do I want to be in chemistry or do I want to be in digital marketing? <laughs> so I'm here now because of my, my pet Instagram. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what was your pet? Is it still running? Um, it's still up. If anyone wants to see it, it's Archie the Aussie Mix, but I don't use it anymore. But Archie some, the Aussie Mix. Some cute stuff Gabby's on there. Gabby's the reason why I made Ziggy an Instagram, which honestly, I feel like everybody does it. You make your pet an Instagram, you love it, you put a lot of work into it, and then like three months later, four months later, you're like, <laughs> I'm kind of Yeah. I Sorry, really like Ziggy. I really like Ziggy's Instagram and his personality on there. Uh, yeah. He yes. was like, need, a, like a frat boy. I need <laughs> to get back to it. I just always forget. Mm -hmm. um, we haven't made Azula an Instagram yet. Don't. But I kind of... I kind of want to because I, I love her and she's so photogenic and she'll sit because she's oh now I can get her I can like walk her for like, for like 10 minutes and like nah I got you now you have to sit here for 10 yeah. minutes <laughs> and I just want to put like a flower crown on her head and have her looking up I think oh so um, I would like to share my favorite um cat influencer mm -hmm. um I don't even know if it's a he or she but the name is Panko um Aww. he's a little or she is a little like uh, cross-eyed uh, very oh very <laughs> a cross -eyed fat, fat, very cat. very normal cat like there is nothing special about this cat it's just a, you know domestic cat 
and um, he or she they they <laughs> um, they're wonderful um, the person that, uh, that their owner who runs the Instagram uh, takes the shittiest pictures of this cat mm-hmm. which is just like all blurred like just there, there's only a few pictures that are like cute like this one and everything else is just like really <laughs> shitty <laughs> and um, because it's so raw and like you know relatable th- this profile has like three million followers <laughs> what <laughs> yes for like shitty pictures yeah. of a cat yes and um it's just like the way i feel like the, the what she's doing is like genius because she's just like is this like she's like um she has these like stories on her instagram and you can vote if the picture is like uh like a pank like a panko or pong where she went to do- where the cat looks just like too stupid <laughs> <laughs> you can just vote which one is it and it's it's it like makes my day every day that's hilarious um i love the username yes fat fat panko cat <laughs> um so i like this specific profile because it really goes against the typical curated um you know postcards them near photos of pets mm-hmm. that i honestly after like doing some research have a a very strong opinion about because i do think that um while it is cute and definitely like therapeutic for people to like you know look at pets online and like it's it's just like this positive thing that you can do maybe before you go to sleep or something it's also um like there's a dark side to it because if you have to make sure that your pet is always um you know cute or it's like always like has the dilated pupils because there is this one cat that's like always dilated pupils and I'm like you have to do something to this cat but like yeah if if Bodhi has dilated pupils I know I have to back the fuck off Mm -hmm. because that is he's agitated you know what I mean and so they literally like put stuff on this cat and take pictures with it and put it on Instagram and everybody's like oh my god it's so cute but um, like now that I'm a cat owner I'm like it's not you know that's interesting I never thought about it like Um, yeah so the pet influencer market is actually very profitable because um, it's very beneficial to have like your pet be a face of a campaign for like a company mm-hmm. than a person because a person can fuck it up. A person can be, you know, moving in a different direction with my career, that type of stuff, or they can have some kind of a drunk faux pas or they can do say something stupid like political or something. You know what I mean? They could like mm-hmm. ruin the brand's image. Yeah just by being having an opinion let's Mm say but pets are very safe because they are just cute and silent they They don't don't say anything terrible um so um a lot of people take advantage of this by getting like taking just like either go not going through a shelter and not going through like a breeder to get like the perfect cat or dog um and sometimes just like have them as little um, babies and then get rid of them yeah. after they've used them for mm-hmm. like the social promotions. Um, and then there's also other side of people who will specifically get like exotic animals mm-hmm. yeah, just to get the most amount of people on their Instagrams. Right. So then they can get these brand deals and often they can, if they reach the benchmark of like 100,000 followers, you can quote a lot of money for a single promotion. Absolutely. For a single post. Like 2000 and more yeah. dollars Jeez. per single photo of 
your pet next to a branded uh, something. Right. So yeah, there's a dark side. <laughs> yeah. To this That's and. The movie um, um, on Netflix called Cats the Movie, it's, it, it really, it shows some of these influencers like doing really good things. Like um, there's this Suki, Suki the cat, it's, this, it's like outdoor cat. Mm-hmm. I didn't know he was behind us. Oh, so sleepy. Um, so they're like kind of like uh, having this like adventurous cat who's just like traveling and they're um, kind of like advertising for national parks. And I think that's really cool. Um, and it seems like that cat owner is really like nice and like treats her cat well. And it's not stressful for this cat to actually do all that traveling. Um, but then there is like other animal, other uh, other pet owners that are just kind of like, I got my cat fat because that's what people want to see. But yeah. like it's actually yeah. not not healthy for the cat to be that fat. So yeah. What do you guys think about these things? That's really yeah, interesting. Um, one of, I guess, I don't know, like many pet influencers, but there was this really popular cat that was from Bloomington, Indiana. Bub. Bub. Yeah, Bub. Which Bub passed away, R.I.P. But he was just, what, like a really deformed He's cat? He's also the, uh, in the movie. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, I have to watch it then. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure, like, Wherever Bubs used to live, it's an Airbnb now. Have yeah. you seen that? Mm-hmm. And it has like Bub things everywhere, and yeah, like yeah. big Bub fans go there. It's pretty cool. Big Bub fans. <laughs> <laughs> I think when you can see that people actually care for their animals, it's nice. I appreciate. Um, there's a there's a couple who live in Japan, and I can't remember what their name is, but they cook and they train their cats to just they're just to chill out and the cats are curious so they'll like let them sniff the ingredients the cats don't nip at the ingredients they literally just sniff and be like that's fine and then they cook whatever <laughs> and it's really nice and they would put them in the uh in their bike carts and drive them and you see these cats are just so chilled out and Aww. desensitized and very sweet and then they're very much like we just treated the cats like humans and they kind of grew up to that and i i, I enjoy that aspect mm-hmm. of it um, I think when it is more organic, because it's not every episode, every uh, video that they make, they have them in it. But when you do see them, you're like, oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Or you see them in the back and like the cat's just up top looking at them cook and then it just sits there because it knows not to jump in on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think the whole concept of pet fluencers is okay if it's not, if you're not exploiting your pets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think like what we were talking or like what we were talking about getting exotic animals and stuff like that's you know that's crossing the line of exploitation of animals and I, th- I don't think that is okay but you know just the average joe having an instagram like we do you know where we just our, our animals are living their best life and we're just doing it for fun you know yeah we just like wanted a place to like share their photos without spamming yeah my yeah. own instagram or my own facebook right or- and so I think that's okay, and that's, like, a great way to, like, connect with your friends and, like, mm-hmm. you know, share your dog's personality. But if you're, you know, crossing the line and making your dog uncomfortable or doing something to its eyes to make its eyes dilated, mm-hmm. like, I don't think that that's okay and kind of borders the Hell line no, of animal yeah. abuse a little bit. Yep. Um, so that's not cool and doesn't sit well with me, but, yeah, you know. Yeah, I agree. There are um, – I don't want to, like, clump all these – pet influencers and owners into like one pile of like just bad people Mm -hmm. and abusers but there are some that are actually using the platform for good Mm -hmm. um that they've built and like i I obviously have no problem like you know it takes a lot of time for you to build the brand and to 
um, then you know reap the benefits of your labor there's nothing wrong with that but um, there are some influencers that just like um, they for example if they adopted uh, a pet from a shelter and then the, then the pet gets like kind of insta famous mm -hmm. they will use that platform to get more money for the shelter or to get just like mm -hmm. spread awareness like be be an advocate for like adoption mm -hmm. So like that is positive. So there's a lot of benefits. Yeah. It's just some people, you know, obviously every time there's something that becomes popular, there people will always find a loophole to exploit. just exploit and yeah. do bad things and it sucks that it's also happening in, you know, the universe of pets mm -hmm. with the especially with like you know they're trying to sell like positivity and like cuteness, but it's yeah. just like That makes it worse because you're just like clearly hurting an animal so that you look good. Yeah. It, that's terrible. We have a, an interesting comment in the chat from yeah. Caustic114, which is actually Andrew. Hey, babe. Thanks for leaving the comment. Um, hi, <laughs> Andrew. He wants to know what we think about vegan cats. Have you guys seen Oh, I hate it. Oh, I think it's hilarious that anybody believes they're animals vegetarian. Are we talking about actual vegan I cats? I hate yeah, it. It's, like a, a it's like a trend sort of um, where people are making their animals vegan. No. So whenever Ooh. Unacceptable. I have something to add. Whenever Ziggy was going to training classes at Petco, I was talking to his trainer because we were standing next to a bag of like vegan dog food. And I was like, would you ever recommend this? Which I wouldn't have done it. I just wanted to get her opinion. Yeah. And she was like, absolutely not. Like, that's just <laughs> like the craziest thing I've ever heard. Like, yeah. like the fact that vegans are like putting this on their animals. Like animals are not so stupid. plant eaters. I mean, our dogs are naturally cats. plant eaters. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're, They're, They're called yeah. canine because yeah. they have yeah. big teeth to exactly. rip through meat. Yeah, exactly. So... My pet trainer said no. I'm gonna go with no on that one. But I'm like, if I have an animal that's vegetarian, yeah, if you're um, if you're herbivore, <laughs> I'm gonna teach you that. Um, yeah. The, yeah, I don't think dogs go into that character, but I do mix vegetables with it. Azula loves sea uh, seaweed. Oh yeah, that's I think mixing vegetables with oh, meat. Yeah. It's like whenever it's only yeah. like plant. Yeah, like you're no stripping meat. your dog of like the nutrition that it Essential. needs. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Or your cat, or you know, whatever. But on yeah. those notes. Well, thank you for the question. Definitely yeah. disagree with um, that. <laughs> people were throwing out some animal movies out here, and I wanted mm -hmm. to throw one out. Isle of Dogs, Wes Anderson. Oh, yeah. Uh, one of my yes. favorite dog movies ever. I have to watch seen. that. It makes me cry every time. <laughs> what is it? It's so Isle, Isle of Dogs. Dogs. It's like all claymation. Claymation. Um, I haven't seen it. It's yet. like by Wes Anderson. He does like Grand Budapest Hotel, Monroe's Fantastic Kingdom. Mr. Fox. Fantastic yes. Mr. Fox. It's I haven't watched like, that one either. I've not heard of any of these. <laughs> like, what? You've never heard I of live under a rock. Okay? Fantastic uh, Mr. Fox. He's so cute. He's such a good director. He, um, like Isle of Dogs is like, they're like in Japan, I think. Yeah. And um, they pass show. a law that like dogs aren't allowed in Japan anymore, <laughs> and because there's like this new dog virus, so they send all the dogs to this like trash island. Aww. But there was this little boy that was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna go to that trash island and get my dog." So it's like a big rescue story. I see. But it's like you know, getting dogs back in Japan, rescuing the dog, and like mm -hmm. that's sweet. finding friends along the way. It's such a good movie. Yeah. You know, amazing. Yeah. And Pro with cats. that, we are going to wrap this podcast up. 
um we hope you guys enjoyed um we I, i'm gonna go back and read the chat because i'm sure that you guys were sharing stories about your own pets and i'm curious um thank you for joining us how many people do we have today chris uh uh 43 yeah we're gonna raid for sure what's oh the yes the show we're, we're, stick we're, around for the raid what's the show called this show yeah. super secret this is girls super club? secret oh, girls mean. club super secret girls <laughs> club. i can't with you oh my god i didn't even see that coming God. I was confused. Um, don't forget to join us next week. We are going to have the last episode of this season, and then we're going to have a little break. And there will be a new podcast coming up. Um, not Super Secret Girls Club, necess- Boys Club necessary, but uh, something along those lines. Can we just tell them Uh-oh. what the working title is called, Tub Tubers? The working title is Tub Tubers. Oh, boy. Um, it's rated I R. Guess. Some hairy nipples. A <laughs> lot, lots hey, as of a hairy nipples. nipples. There's a lot of hairy women nipples too. Don't be shaming. We just said it last time. I'm not shaming you. Shamed. Hey, everyone has hair, so why are you so hairy? So, yeah. Um, so yeah, please join us. Uh, last episode is going to be about um, like kind of being a bicultural or multicultural person or a bilingual person living in the United States and what that's like or growing up with, you know, in a multicultural family, first generation, yeah. So we're gonna talk about that. Um, If anybody can relate, please join us. We would love to hear your stories. And we will see you next week. Thank you guys, bye. Stay around, we're gonna rate. Get ready, cause it's about time for you to speak your mind. Super Secret Girls Club. Super Secret Girls Club.